and welcome to the self-service podcast. It's so good to have you back and I hope you're feeling okay today. In today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about how to communicate better with your partner. Now, this has got to be the root of all arguments, right? We've all been there. You're both fighting your corner and getting absolutely nowhere. And I, by no means, have this completely sussed out, but I've learned so much in the last couple of years from researching uh, how to communicate better when I've had difficult conversations and arguments. And I'm really interested in this topic and fascinated by how we have such an inability to communicate with each other when, you know, our human behavior relies so much on that. So disclaimer, this is about you and not them. You can't control how they react or how they communicate or their emotional intelligence levels for that matter. But I guarantee that if you can implement some of these things next time there's conflict in the air, it's gonna go a whole lot better. So for some background, I'm actually in a long distance relationship right now. So as you can imagine, communication is tough, but it's crucial because that's all you've got. You don't have the physical aspect of being able to wrap your arms around each other and have a hug and laugh laugh at each other to diffuse a situation. All you have is communication. And, you know, at a distance, over the phone or FaceTime or text, it's really difficult. And, you know, it's something that I do struggle with. He's currently in Australia. Uh, he's been in Australia since um, October last year. I went out to visit at the beginning of this year and then he came back recently over the summer in the UK and he's moving back to the UK at the end of the year. So there is an end date, which does help, but you know, communication is such a crucial piece. And I think because I've been in this relationship, it's also intrigued sort of my interest even more. And as I say, I've spent the last couple of years really trying to get better at this and I've put together my top tips on what I think can help you come from a better place in how to communicate. And this is also relative to communication in other aspects, you know, whether that's dealing with difficult conversations or conflict with friends, colleagues, parents, you know, I think there's a place for this there as well. But Let's get stuck in. So tip number one, ask open questions. I think so often when we're having a difficult conversation or we're coming from a point of uh, conflict or argument is that when you receive or on the receiving end of a statement or uh, uh, an accusation, we often come from a place of defense and it's, Uh, what statement am I going to say in response to this? But what might be more helpful is to ask open questions. Perhaps you don't quite understand where they're coming from. You know what it's like, sometimes we say words that we don't really mean. And when you're on the receiving end of that, it can be quite difficult and you might even get the wrong end of the stick from what the words they are saying. So, an open question or something you could respond to instead might be, 
Help me understand where you're coming from. Tell me more about what you're saying. And this gives an opportunity for more of a deeper explanation and deeper conversation and perhaps gives you more insights into where their point of view is coming from before you respond. Tip number two is to listen without responding. We so often listen to respond and are so ready thinking of our next sentence before they've even finished theirs. And I think it's important to listen with intent and actively try and take in what they're saying because you might be surprised what you actually hear. Now, you might have heard of the term uh, LAP, which stands for listen, agree, and pause, which is something I've learned about recently in relation to dealing with conflict. So first step, listen. As I say, listen to what they're saying without thinking about your response. Just really try and listen hard. A is for agree. Is there anything you can find agreement on? It may be something really small, but if you can find something that you can find some sort of mutual understanding on, then this helps the response from the other person, your partner perhaps, come from a better place. If they feel like they're actually getting somewhere and there is a bit of understanding there, you may see a sort of karma response in in return. P is for pause. So be comfortable with the silence before you actually react, before you think of what you're going to say, just pause for a minute. Let that agreement you've just made land, pause, and think a bit before you next say your piece. And this helps it become less of a fighting match, a boxing ring, you know, hit, hit, hit. It becomes more of a There's time and space to think before we actually have something to say, um, which can be really helpful. Tip number three, timing is everything. And I am so bad at this. So I definitely have room to improve here. But this is around having conversations at better or more ideal times. For example, Your partner's just got home from work. They spent the whole day in the office. They've had a long day. You've had something on your mind that's been really playing on your mind and you have to get it out. And you choose to say that when they walk through the door. Big (laughs) no-no. You can just imagine the type of response you'll get. Often it will be a defense mechanism or you've caught them off guard. So naturally that creates defense in someone when they're not expecting something. So make sure that you plan to have a conversation at an ideal time for both of you. Perhaps when they're more relaxed, when there's more time and space to to have this deep or conversation or to give time to reflect and you may see a better result. Tip four, do not talk in bed. I can't stress this enough. I feel like bed should be your, you know, your place of peace and harmony. The place where no matter what happens in your days, you go to bed together that night and things are resolved and it's your place of harmony, okay? 
don't have a negative conversation or a conversation that might end in conflict in that space because you're technically kind of sabotaging that space that you have together which is supposed to be your peaceful place think about places that may be more neutral um you know perhaps a walk in the park where you if things do get heated you do have space to leave that conversation you know I think being in the house generally of course that's going to be pretty the most common place to have a conversation you also don't want to um be feel like you can't escape or leave the conversation so pick a neutral space whether that's a different room in the house or somewhere externally that you can go which is neutral ground tip number five now this is a big one plan what you want to say i am an absolute stickler for using the note space in my phone like god forbid anyone got my phone for my notes because i've written so many things in there <laughs> so many things that i want to say and some things that i haven't said um so this works really well whether it's your phone or whether it's a notepad and pen post-it notes whatever write down what you want to say in this conversation what you want to communicate think of the points and the sentences and write them out and this plays two roles really firstly it helps you plan actually what you want to say so you go into that conversation feeling more prepared you know there's nothing worse that than approaching a conversation without actually knowing how you're going to articulate it and then as a result of that you may some say something you don't mean or it may come across the wrong way because you haven't worded it right and we all know how that goes and then on the second side, you might find that purely by writing it out, that helps you. Just clearing your mind of those thoughts and getting it out onto paper or your phone may give you the space that puts things into perspective. It gets those angry emotions out of your brain to perhaps reflect on, you know, reading it back through, um, what is the perspective I'm seeing this in now? And that may change after you do this exercise. And some of those things, those things that you plan that you want to say might not actually come into the conversation because you feel like just by writing it out was enough. And I will thank my note space in my phone for saving me from so many arguments because some of the perhaps more emotionally heightened things that I was feeling and wanted to say are actually in my phone and never came out of my mouth. So Rob, if you're listening, um, you can thank me for that. <laughs> so the next tip is avoid using you statements. And you know where I'm going here. You did this or you make me feel shit. You know, they're quite, um, they're quite aggressive statements and perhaps a better way, a better way to come across will be, you know, I feel statements. So when you did this, I felt like this and it really upset me. And from then you're coming from a place of how something made you feel rather than attacking 
them and who they are. Because, you know, people can't change. <laughs> people are where they are and we all have our differences and different personality traits. So it's important to come from a place of, you know, understanding they might not have meant something maliciously or they might not have meant something to hurt you. So by coming from the point of view of I feel can help remove that animosity and that sort of accusation type conversation. And the last bit, which kind of links into this, is a big one, and that's avoid sweeping statements. I, oh, I mean, this is an absolute trigger for me. If someone, if if um, my partner says to me, "You always do this. You never do this. You always act like that when this happens." Oh my god, that is such a trigger, and I'm just like, no, you're like, what? What the hell? That is just so so not okay and not true and it just makes you so well makes me so angry so if that's not how you like to be communicated with at least communicate that way yourself so really avoid saying you always do this you know rather than say oh you always leave um rubbish everywhere like or you never you never make effort for us you're always doing something with your friends that probably isn't true and there may be a better way of saying it. If that's kind of how you feel, you might say something different along the lines of, hey, it feels like there's a lot going on for you at the moment that you're spending um, more time with your friends and I feel like you're not spending as much time with me and it's making me feel a bit shit at the moment and I'd really like us to spend some more quality time together what do you think about it it's a much nicer way of coming across and perhaps you'll get a better result so they are my top tips <laughs> as I say relationships are hard but I think the question we can all ask ourselves is what can we do to be better but also approach this better. And this may be, you know, of course, romantic relationships are particularly hard, but this can also relate to areas where you may have to have difficult conversations or, or conflict, you know, with friendships, colleagues, managers, your parents, you know, this is something that we could probably, um, that we could implement. And, you know, we can't control the other person. And, but what we do know is that communication is the key. So I hope this helps. And if it doesn't work out, you know, at least you tried your best. So good luck. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening today. Please jump on and give this episode a review in the review section on whichever platform you're listening on. Make sure you rate the episode and the podcast on apple or spotify and share on socials so my instagram handle is at the self-service underscore and make sure you tune in next time to discover the power of self-service mm-hmm.